up, Jen? Hello. How How are are you? you? I'm I'm great. I'm a lot better than when we talked this morning. Oh my God. We both had a morning this we had the same morning this morning, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. We had am... children fighting and tantrums and yeah. yeah. So. But it's good. It's good to be here. It's good to be in a different space. And now we can move forward. <laughs> Moving right along. Um, yeah, yeah. So today is uh, super cool for us. It's our first male guest on the podcast. Um, so we both know him through a uh, ma- membership that we're all part of. So his name is Mike Key. He is a proud father of three beautiful girls. He is driven to create a better legacy for them than the one he inherited. Mike found real estate is the timeless pathway to wealth that has always captivated him. His love for the outdoors and passion for travel is what got him into social media, But what he discovered is that it can be empowering if you shift your mindset to see the value and can be a powerful tool to forging new connections and making new discoveries. Mike wants to continue to use his talents and passions to help others uncover their potential and impact others. Let's bring Mike up. He has been making us laugh behind the scenes. (laughs) Yeah. Jen goes, he's our first male guest. And he's like... (laughs) Yeah. Welcome, Mike. Yeah. Hi. Oh, your first male. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. First dude. We needed to switch it up. Yeah. And we We really worked through that. Like when Carly and I first started everything, it was very much women supporting women. And then we're like, how can we do that? Because in our lives, like we are the driving forces in our businesses, but we would not be able to do what we do without the support of our husbands. So we're like, okay, it's women supporting women, but then we are also very inclusive of men that will support those women. So awesome. here we are. So we're like, we need some more dudes on the podcast. And yeah. then we're like, we need Mike Key, who is, is there anybody here that follows Mike on Instagram? Because if you don't, why not? Yeah. He's just Mike Key right there. I'm going to make Mike bigger because he's the most important simple. person here. It's so simple. So simple. Yeah. So, um, so, and <clears throat> Mike, you are so good at Instagram. You have a whole studio. You are amazing. I love seeing your behind the scenes stuff. I just like yes. swiping the credit card. Uh, <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> don't we all? I can swipe the credit card, but I'm not as good at social media as you. So, how, so how, how did you get started in this? Like, what's your. It's interesting because it kind of became a hobby for me really until someone pointed out that you're good at doing that. Um, my wife and I traveled in Airstream for two years around the country. And like a lot of people, I joined Instagram way back in, I don't know, 2011. We were all posting pictures of our food and adding, yes. you know, filters. Remember that? That was a lot I of fun. do. And we found other people that were traveling the country and we're like, we want to do this. And through that, we actually got motivated to sell everything we own, buy an Airstream, and start traveling. And so we kind of shared that journey on social media. I love that. Fast forward a little bit, two years later, we settle down because of our kids, you know, and we buy a house and we kind of shifted what we were doing into a different realm, but we continued with social media. And 
we ended up like building a community around that, a Facebook group with 13,000 members. And we hosted a wow. big event in Moab. And all of that was like through social media. It wasn't really until I joined Sub2 that someone pointed out, hey, Mike, it was Daniel Keanu, by the way. Oh, really? Like, hey, you know, you're really good at that. You could offer that to help people in real estate too, because there's a lot of people in real estate that want to get into social media, but they struggle with what can I offer the world? You know, who wants to hear from me? And two, like what to post, who am I talking to? So right now it's just kind of like bridging passions and talents and then like helping to empower other people with it. So it's kind of how I got into it just by accident and sharing what I was interested in. It's, um, I find that people are not connected by, you think people are connected by relationships, but how we're all connected at first is through, um, through interests, beliefs, and, you know, like our common passions, right? Mm -hmm. I think about pace in a way, right? Get connected to him because I'm interested in real estate, but also you, the more you learn about pace, you realize, oh, we have similar beliefs and values and things. And I think that's how a lot of us all got connected in the sub two community is that there's like these, these connection points that all connect us. And social media enables us to do this in an interesting way. It's so true. And I love what you said because Jen and I struggle with this. And, and as we talk to more people, even <laughs> Vina Jetty told us she struggles with this. Like, who am I to post? Like, it, me? Like, why does anybody want to hear? You're asking me, like, why does... I have nothing to share. Like, we all feel like either that we, we don't feel like we have enough to share or two, like, why me? Or does anybody want to listen to what I have to say? I think they Which do. Think they, they do. do. Yep. We everybody struggles with that, and I really, um, I worked with Elena. She was our first guest, Elena Method on Instagram. Go follow her, Elena Tang. Love she's Elena. the official. She isn't she the best? Yep. Yep. She's she she worked with me especially. I'm like, I know who am I to do a podcast? I'm not putting my face on the internet. Like it who was for Jen and I both. Yeah. So. So you, so you see that a lot then. Yeah. I've talked to a lot of people within our sub two and then just even outside of it. And that's kind of like a common thing. Like, who am I? What do I have to share? And I had this big, I got the opportunity to go to the sub two mastermind recently and mm -hmm. Dean Graziazzo, amazing came and spoke. And I had a different takeaway from a lot of other people. Some of the stuff that he said was verbatim out of a book written by Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Mm. But here's the thing, a lot of people were blown away by it. And he's just really like synthesizing knowledge and conveying it to people, but people related to him. And so the thing that I tell people, I'm working with another guy here locally, and he's got like a really interesting story. People are gonna relate to you and your story. So you think you have nothing to share, but like you can just regurgitate that. I'd hate to say it like that, but at the same time, they're going to relate to you and they might not relate to the actual source, if that makes sense. So, because we all have different stories, different backgrounds. I hear Finia talk about it too. You know, she has mentioned that like real estate seems to be a bunch of old white guys, right? Like, so she's going to be able to reach more people because of her background and who she is than like maybe hearing stuff from me. And so you think, what do I have to offer? But if what you have to offer is your unique perspective, if that makes sense. You know, your unique background and where you come from, your relatability, you know, 
that people are going to relate to different people. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that was one of the things that really got this started was that, you know, Carly and I, our kids are, are young. We're both the leaders in our businesses, right? I'm very supportive husbands, but they're not the ones taking the charge. And it was like, let's just start a podcast and see who listens, if anyone listens, if anyone will come on it, right? And I think I looked this morning and it has like 560 downloads. And I'm I'm just so like humbly blown away that people, yeah, show up live, interact, listen to it after, share it. It's it's really, really cool for, for us to see and, and, and keep doing it right. Like all of those interactions just solidifies why we have to keep showing up. It's so true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's so true. And, um, so you said that you got started just because you liked it. So you had started a Facebook group and you have your, like your, your traveling stuff in Moab and everything, but how did you get good at like, you're a good editor. You're like, right. So I, I trust, it's not as easy as you guys might think it is. It's to, not. It's, a lot it's of not. Work. It's really hard to YouTube, to know how to do it. You're, so it's like it's very much like how did you practice? Like how did you did you self teach yourself? Yeah, yeah. You, I've always so like my background. I'm literally a ninth grade dropout, right? And the one advantage I had is that my mom brought bought me a computer when I was very young. So I've always just been good with tech. And so I just kind of figured it out. I'm always been a self learner and literally YouTube university. So when I started making content for our off-roading stuff, um, I just watched YouTube videos because there's other creators out there that were teaching people like, here's how to make a cinematic drone shot. Here's how to edit your videos. And I would just watch those and then do the same stuff. And I got pretty good at it. And you know, things just kind of started to take off and then there was the opportunity to help other people and stuff. So, yeah. It's always nice when you can help other people. And now, and that's what Mike just said. He was like, I got the opportunity to go to um, the mastermind. Didn't you go because you were helping other people? Yeah. And so I Daniel went because Kiana. I was helping Dan Daniel Kiana. So yeah, I've done some edits for him and another guy, Jesse Stanton and some other people here and there. So yeah. Yeah. And so, so it just sorry, goes when you say edits like what do you mean like what are you what are you helping other people do so that is an ever-evolving thing <laughs> um, I, I left my career in tech um last august and i was primarily web developer and internet marketing for direct booking for hotels oh um and then the social media thing was never actually a business um so the whole thing to editing videos is that's that's that is a lot of work and I don't think I can actually edit everyone's videos because that would just be a full-time job. So I've kind of been helping people like solidify what their message is, who their audience is, and then maybe putting systems in place to funnel people. Because if you have a social yeah. media platform, then maybe you have something to offer or maybe you're trying to attract a certain person. Well, you got to have a place to send them. So maybe you're a house flipper and you're looking for deals or you're looking for private money. Well, your Instagram is kind of like your business card, but where do you send them afterwards, right? Probably to maybe an email list or something so that when you have deals, you can reach out to those people. So I've been helping people with systems and funnels for Daniel specifically helping him set up sites for his course and stuff. So, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. 
it, it's so interesting when there's like a strategy behind it. Cause I remember, so the first time I ever met Pace was in Atlanta. Um, I don't even know when sometime last year. Um, and I had a business Instagram. So like all of our builds, everything was on that one. Cause then it was separate. I could say whatever I wanted. No one related it to me. And I went to a breakout room with him and Jamil and I knew I had to ask my question first or else I probably wouldn't get an opportunity to ask it. And they both basically just like laid the smack down on me and was like, get over yourself, delete your business page and start showing up on your personal page so that people can hear your story. And I was like, okay, damn. Like, and that was when it really just changed for me. And same thing, what you said, right? Like your story and how I'm doing it right. Like kids left my government job, all that sort of stuff is going to connect with someone and help them in some way. And so if I'm not telling it, like I'm just doing a disservice to other people who may think that they can't get into real estate because of X, Y, or Z. Yeah. That's, that's really it too. You're doing a disservice to others because there might be someone that's in your shoes where you were maybe just last week, you know, or yeah. a year ago or wherever or your younger self, I like to think of it. And mm -hmm. what they're looking for is you because they mm -hmm. want to be exactly where you're at right now. And we tend to, I know I do this, you know, we think, well, I, I'm not that far along, you know, because I assume that I need to be paced more to be on social media, but you actually don't, you know, you just need to be a little bit further ahead because yeah. you can share what you're learning and help the person that's a little bit further behind you, you know? We're all in this journey together. I love yeah. that. And I think I when you say too, like the mindset behind it, just like being okay with the fact that someone wants to be where I am and doing what I'm doing. I'm like, but, but what? And I think that's also like my personality. I'm always so forward, right? So like, this isn't where I'm stopping. So I'm like, why would you want to be here and learn from me if but you, ha I have to remember that some people like maybe their end goal is where I am right now and I can help them get there too. Right. Yeah. You, you, you never really, that's, that's really good to think about. I've actually recently started to realize this because when I was a younger man in my like twenties, I was always looking for a slightly older guy to like latch onto who had things figured out. Look, that was slightly maybe similar in age range, like 10 years more. So you still are friendly. This has recently happened to me. I'm 41 now. I hate saying that out loud. I know. I do too. But I'm noticing that there's all these guys that are like 28 and right in that age range are hanging around me. And I realized, oh no, I'm, I'm in that same role now. Like they're, they, they mm. think that I have, you know, I think I don't have life figured out yet, but they're looking at me because I'm kind of, I have a family, everything's stable, right? They're looking. And so I feel in a way like I have a responsibility to continue to share what I'm doing and growing and improve myself because there's, there's other people that are like further behind and they, they need that. And like, like we were saying, you're going to attract people that, you know, relate to you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what would you tell someone like me or Jen when we're like, who the <laughs> hell are we? Who wants to listen to us? Like, how do you help suss that out? Like, how do you help people find out like, what how to make their instagram their business card and like is there is there any like top three tips that you'd give to someone <laughs> no 
so i mean man that's like a journey of self-discovery a little bit in a way um because i mean if you want to talk social media strategies maybe we could talk about hooks and all that stuff but like that's not really my thing because i think like you have to discover what your value is and what you want to share and then at at the same time you got to kind of think about like you know your audience i help maybe my younger self overcome whatever the problem is or you know what i'm sharing you're sharing what you're doing but at the same time you got to kind of spend some time thinking about like what are you passionate about like what are you really really passionate about who do you really want to help and then who are those people like what do they look like cuz it's kind of going to define what you're talking about and it, yeah. it's okay for it to evolve over time right I know Pace is kind of like pushes everyone. You got to be on social media. You got to be on YouTube. You got to have a podcast. And it's like, well, not everyone needs to right away. And sometimes you can, it can evolve. Because if we look at Pace, he, he has evolved too. Yeah. Um, as a prime example. But looking out at like bigger people like that, they also kind of like have a target audience. And so in a way, you kind of want to develop the same thing. I don't, did I answer your question or did I just go yeah. in a different direction? No, no. <laughs> Sorry. It's- this is the way my brain works with it. No, I love it. The, don't apologize. I love it. It's know, going in the right direction. Cool. Perfect direction. Yeah. It's so true. I agree with you. So many people are like, I have to be, have the captions and the videos and do like everyone else is doing. But I feel like just showing up. Yeah, just showing up. And just showing up is key. In, and it's a consistency. And it's the interesting thing about the showing up too is that you only need to be a little bit better. <laughs> everyone else because no because a lot of people just aren't putting in the work and so i judge myself and i think well my reels aren't that great but and then i go to a meetup and everyone there is like oh i've seen your stuff it's amazing i'm like really oh but the reason why is just it's attention right and Mm -hmm. social media can also be like the lever to exponentially grow your business your brand your real estate you want to do more deals and you need to be more active on social media yeah amen to that that's that's where I found most all my deals is social media. And I put that on my, I had to, I hate posting on stories like my face and I had to post (laughs) something today and it didn't post and I had to repost it again. It was all about Mike. And I'm like, I find this ironic. It's like, (laughs) you just have to get comfortable with just like putting your stuff out there because that's where you find deals. Um, And it does help grow your business for sure. Also, it's the power of proximity where people say the power of who you're with, not just like, or who you're associated with is huge to like lift you up in people's eyes. Just like putting those rules out there. I think it's the same thing with social media is as long as people are consistently seeing you show up on social media, I think it's interesting. I've just been thinking about this a lot lately. Like, I don't feel like I'm any different of a person but I've since like been elevated by pace. I have this podcast. Like I'm, I'm more visual to people and people are like, Oh, I've seen you. You know, and it's just kind of like, I'm not a different person than I was before, but it's, I'm just more elevated, I think. And I think that social media definitely elevates you and puts you on the top of mind of awareness. Yeah. You're, you're building your own platform, your own stage. Right. And yeah, that elevation, that attention can open up doors too. You know, we hear like, who, not how, and also it's not what you know, but who you know. But yeah, yeah. if you want to know more people, social media is kind of the way to know more people. Because it having a podcast, for instance, 
if I am watching this podcast, that's a significant devotion of my time and I'm getting to know you guys. And I think that's a big part of social yeah. media too, right? Because they, so many people talk about like, know, and trust. Yep. And so, you know, like, like I raise capital as well. And yeah, so showing up all the time, like people, you know, a lot of people do know me outside of social media, but for the ones that don't, who are seeing my face, hearing my voice, hearing me talk about how hard it is being a mom, hearing, you know, like all the like ups and downs and like sharing my life, they feel like they're a part of it. Right. So yeah. like they come to meetups and they're like, Hey, how's it going? Like, how are you? It's so nice to meet you in person, but they already feel like they know me. Yep. Yeah. And you'll attract the people that you want in mm -hmm. most ways. Yeah. Too, mm -hmm. Which is really great. And I think that's like the power of social media is one, you can convey maybe your message. Like if you want to educate or if you want to attract a certain people, maybe depending on what you're doing, but then you can also give them like a sneak peek of your life and your interests. So I'm going to keep using pace as a reference here because it's the most obvious one that comes to mind that we're all familiar with, but like with his, with his content, what does he teach on? He's the creative finance guy, right? Mm -hmm. But when you go into his stories, what do we learn about pace? Uh, well, I know that he's a man that loves his kids, loves his wife, right? Like we see his values. He loves his community. That's where he shares that. And so you kind of, you get to, you get drawn in by like, oh, I am interested in this stuff and you learn and you engage and then you go a little bit deeper and then you're like, wow, now I resonate with this person's values, right? And I yeah. think that's actually how I kind of ended up in sub two too. How did you end up? So Was it I, social media? You yeah, it was through, it was through social media and like hearing about the community. Um, I had joined bigger pockets like in 2016. That's when we bought our first round. That's why we moved to Boise, Idaho, but I could never figure out OPM that drove me insane for years. <laughs> oh, it's just magical. falls out of the sky into your I know, life. Right? <laughs> I could never figure it out. Yeah. Um, and he made a oh, almost four hour video on it. And I was like, wow, I've never had anyone give so much information away for free. And the more I watched, the more I squat up. And so I was like, I think the value of this is in the community. And I think that's why a lot of people end up in sub two is because of the community. It's different. It's so true. And it's so funny because you can like be in sub two. Like I never met Mike in real life until what, like a month ago. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, like, yeah, we're in this. We just knew each other from proximity, from being in the community. I followed him on social. And so when we met in real life, I was like, what's up, dude? Long time. Yeah. Like, it felt like we already or no, I think I met you in Arizona is the first time I met you in real life. Maybe. Yeah. But anyways, well, but whenever we met, it's like, it, you feel like <laughs> through social media, you just feel like you're Insta buddies, you know, like if you like DM, like, oh, that's hilarious. Or I love that thing. Or, you know, and you just get to know each other. It's like, by the time you get to see each other in real life. So that's a great point. Like right there. Like, I think the reason why I connected with you uh, a little bit closer is because like we have similar interests, right? You guys, you and your husband love the outdoors. You love to travel. You guys are doing horses with your daughters. They want horses and I have no idea how I'll pay for that, but <laughs> <laughs> rent them. But, Monthly you know, so lessons. Like, it's like, there's these things, there's all these connection points and you won't discover that and expand your network and your opportunities without social media. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. 
you can't you can go to you can go to all the meetups you want but like you'll never really pull back the curtain and like really build relationships and so this I, I think it's just a lever to like speed that whole process up exponentially I, I was gonna say I think it all builds on each other right so I've definitely noticed you know I think this is our 10th episode I want to say and then, you know, Carly and I started being leaders in the elephant challenge and like I run a local meetup here. And I think just the more ways you show up in like different arenas and then have them come back to your social media is huge because they're seeing you and then they get to come back to social media and and see lots of content. Right. If that's the first time they're visiting, you know, your Instagram or whatever like that. But it's it's really interesting how I just feel like it, it just keeps building on yeah. one another. It does. And I saw you put on Instagram the other day, your buy box. And so you're like, this is where I'm buying. Where are you buying by the way, Mike? Let's, let's tell everyone. Right now in Idaho and Pinellas County, Florida, cause we have family there. And so oh. we're looking for an excuse to, you know, write off a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't put that online. <laughs> no, I mean you'll you'll make, you'll run it like a business. It's not yeah. gonna like sit yeah. there. You'll I run have it to like go check on the rental. So you do. That's <laughs> why we have. I really Idaho is my main market because I moved from Washington to Idaho, and I'm like, let me come back for for a tax. You know, I want to come back, and it's a tax write off. That's not the only reason. So you're <laughs> there. You go. So you're looking for in Pinellas County, Florida, Idaho. What kind of stuff are you looking for? We're looking for single family homes for buy and hold for long-term rentals. Although I'm open, I'm really kind of open to anything that, that makes money. And we're also actively looking for flips right now. Ooh, you want to be a flipper? Oh, yes. I always really? wanted to do that because I had a blue collar background and then yeah. I never actually acted on it. Now I'm like, I, I really want to do this now. Yeah. So, yeah. It's good if you know what you're doing. I have yeah. no idea what I'm doing. And I got myself into <laughs> scary. It smelled like cat. <laughs> so, yeah. But but you don't need to know. You just need to know who, right? You just got to know who. It's not who you know, how you know, how to do it or, or do yeah, it. whatever. So, and then are you looking for anything that, I'm just curious for me because I might have a deal for you. Do you have anything, are you looking for anything that might not cash flow? In Meridian, Idaho, next to St. Luke's? <laughs> I have one. Maybe. I'll, I'll send it over to you. Okay. But yeah. So if you guys know of anything, um, send that over to Mike. He's he's buying. So someone's like, where's my pencil? Let's write this yeah. down. I think Chris is a baby that says that he's a baby elephant. We're teaching him to find deals. So awesome. maybe we'll yes, get you good. one from our little baby elephant group. So yeah. But um. Yeah, Julie says exactly. The community and learning OPM was it for me. I need to go check out that OPM video. Oh yeah, it's an older one, but it's it's great. Yeah, working for Pace, I've learned that everybody everybody that's like I says I found Pace through YouTube. It's always YouTube, yep. a million times YouTube, and that's how you found them. So, so um, so how so you started off in the like you do the systems and stuff and. And all of that stuff for social media. Like what kind of systems, what does a system look like for social media? Don't, you don't have to get into like the nitty gritty, but what is it? Like what kind of things 
do systems help you do when you're in social media? Well, if you talk to a lot of people, a lot of people struggle with like, well, what do I post? Right. Mm -hmm. and so you, if you want to do it at scale, you think about people that unless you have a camera guy following you around, the best way to do it at scale is to one, have a system in place for like, how do I generate ideas? And then you need to sit down and record all your ideas. And then of course you need a system for like getting those videos edited. Um, that's the best way to do it at scale is like, I just film for eight hours on one day a month and then that gets turned into 30 videos and then I can post lots of stuff. Yeah. Otherwise you gotta do everything on the fly and be creative, which I have tried and that'll burn you out because if you're creative. I, was, I think that's what people find the most overwhelming, right? Is yeah. that they think people are doing this on the fly or like making a reel on the fly. And it's like the people who are posting every day consistently 90% of them, it's, it's already all done. You, like you they, have to have a system. Yeah. You yeah. can do a little bit on the fly here and there, you know, depending. Um, but yeah, it's really hard to like come up with an idea. I think, I think the best thing to do is like, if you have, if you're whatever notes app you have on your phone, just like write every time you have an idea, write that down and then like come up with a system and a schedule when you're just going to like record, press the record button and sit in front of it. Yeah. One day. Do you, do you feel weird? Like, does, do you ever get used to it where you're like, oh, I'm totally just sitting cheesy. by myself all, in my studio talking cheesy. to the camera. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all you just got to get used to being a cheese ball. Um, that's helping someone else. And I'm like, and even I feel weird because it's like, well, if you, I would feel more comfortable if it was just me. Like, hey, I want to do this shot, but I'm going to have to ask you to act like a goofball, you know? Like, I don't know. Was it celebrities at TikTokers in the wild or one of those Instagram things where yes. people are doing just you got to get used to doing that. I know. Yeah. It's weird. This is why I do I have privacy a... in my home. I know. It's easier <laughs> when you're not like on an airplane or something or in public transportation. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, I've heard that Ryan Pineda um, just sits down for like eight hours a day every month and just yeah. knocks it out. And at that scale, usually you can have like a team of guys that will actually help script stuff for you, you know, like right. coming up with ideas. So recently I had the opportunity to visit Jeremy Davis and we did a couple of reels together. And so he's got a younger guy, a team and like he pitches ideas. And I really liked his setup because he did two people. I tried this myself and we just kind of ask each other questions and then you get this back and forth. And you kind of get a little bit of synergy and you can create stuff. There's someone else too. I'm forgetting his name, Josh. He's a real estate guy. And he goes to meetups and interviews people and asks them questions. Mm, so this is another great, smart. great idea for making content. You just go around and ask people like really catchy questions. Like if you're a fix and flipper, hey, what's the most you ever made on a fix and flip? What's the craziest thing you ever saw on a fix and flip? That's so smart. Yeah. There's a lot of it's different just ways to approach that. It's just knowing how to come up with these ideas. Yeah, and that's that why you, is yeah. really the hardest part. So is that something that you guys hire that you hire out for? Like, are you, are you making a business out of this or are you just like, I'm having fun with like a few people and just like dipping my toe in the water. Kind of having fun with a few people and dipping my toe in the water at the moment to, yeah. to scale it to a business. You need to hire people, obviously. Um, so I was trying an editor and that has been very fun. <laughs> process to say the least I've, I've been testing editors and because i edit my own videos and i like the way my stuff looks i want them to at least be up to par but that has been a little bit of a challenge because a lot of the editors are vas and they're 
not in the States. And so if you want to get someone in the States or like in Canada or something, that's going to be using Premiere or something, gets, it gets pretty spendy. It does. Yeah. And then you have to justify it. You have to have the income to justify that spending. Income. And so, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's tough finding editors. I know from, it's really tough finding editors. And then that's especially- why I would suggest that like, you don't have to post every single day. Um, I think that quality is probably better over quantity, right? You can maybe every other day or so. And I think, I mean, this is just my opinion that, you know, that will go further than you can just pump out tons of stuff and the algorithm will eventually push you. But like, I think a thousand people that are really excited about you and what you're doing is probably better than a million followers who just followed you because they saw something one time. You know, it's like those fake followers. Yeah, for sure. It's quantity over quality for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jade says posting every day stresses me out. It stresses me out too. It is, especially if you're a busy person and you're like, you're not my key and you can't edit fancy videos and you know have a whole. It's it's a lot. It's. So you say just bite-sized stuff, like do a little bit, try to come out with like a content plan. Do you suggest like filming it all at once, editing it, and then like scheduling out? Yeah, that'll that'll make it the easiest on yourself. If you want to do more than, you know, it really will like to have a system in place, right? Right. Um, just keep track of your ideas and then like plan a, a recording date and then get those edited and then you can schedule them out. Cause that gives you more time to even think about captions and stuff. So True. like Alex from Ozzy and all those guys, they do have teams and you can bootstrap it too yourself, which is kind of like my approach is like, how can I, I don't have thousands of dollars to spend on a team, $20,000 a month. I know. <laughs> so yeah, that's probably going to be the best way to like tackle that. Otherwise you're just gonna have to do it on the fly. What do you feel like is the content that is there like a certain type of content that gets more eyes or gets more like, you know, like you see, I see those things where it's like reels get more and then you have to start with a, ta a hook. And is there anything that you found that really is like consistently like does well for you? Or do you think broad, it's more like the scripting? Stuff. Oh, I don't think it's the scripting. I think it's the broad reach. So I have a Everyone thinks you should niche down, and I think actually the more broad you go. So a guy that I've been talking with is Ryan Magna, and he was working with Ryan Pineda, and he has – I ignored TikTok for maybe too long, and I should have been focused on that. But his entire approach is to focus on broad reach so that stuff goes more viral, and it also brings in more eyeballs. And if you look mm -hmm. at Ryan Pineda's stuff, it's almost all over the board, right, uh, versus very niched. So you kind of start with some broad stuff to bring people in and then go niche from there. If that makes sense. Yeah. You kind of want a wide net. Yeah. To cast for sure. And that's so true. It's, I think also going back to your editing thing, like having somebody that knows what they're doing is helpful. Like when Pace, you know, when we were in Boise and Pace was filming those sub two commercials with like the Mormon missionaries knocking on the door about creative finance like pace gave me the cut of that and i put it on shorts i put it on instagram and it blew everything else out of the water i mean he had a professional videographer they scripted it right there it was 
you know, it was very well thought out. And it just goes to show that like when you put thought into something yep. and money, it can. <laughs> well, yeah, money helps too. <laughs> yeah. But also, it was funny, which I think it was funny, too, right? It's and it wasn't like super niche. Like here's a pencil and how you do a sub two, right? It was it was broad in its scope and its appeal. So you think, so yeah, that's actually very true. Yeah. And everybody so, can relate to Mormon missionaries knocking on your door, especially in Idaho and Utah and everywhere, you know? So yep. it's funny. So I guess it's just trying to find the ideas. Is there like any way that you, I mean, when you're sitting down and coming up with content ideas, do you, I've heard the train like steal like an artist. Like yeah, you just kind of like copy what everyone too. else I mean, is doing can, and then just make you it your own copy exactly what everyone else is doing. No, you spin on it. But that goes to the, to the broad appeal thing too. Um, Cause we think, well, I have to know we encounter this like with in sub two, the elephant challenges stuff. It's like, well, I don't know enough to talk to them. Right. Yes. It's like, but you, you know enough, you think what you lack is knowledge, but it's actually just taking action. And it's kind of the same thing. Like, you just need to make broad content, right? You don't need to bust out, you know, the whiteboard like Pace does and like break down a deal on your, on your reels. It just needs to be short and simple, mm -hmm. dumbed down for mass consumption. Yeah. In a way. So. I've always loved the, the phrase, talk to yourself who you needed on, yeah. like you, I think you said that too. Talk to yourself who you were, on, who you needed on social media like a year ago. Like yeah, you're, who you were you're a year ago. Knowledge synthesizer is what I like to think of it. I love as that. Being, you're reducing the barrier to entry for people, right? Yes. Um, yeah. So that's awesome. So what's next? Are you going to take this to a big? I was talking to you on the other. Oh, I posted on sub two that day, and I'm like, does anybody have a direct to booking situation? And you're like, I just remember that I haven't thought that's about it this way. You know, you you had posted that. I always have a million ideas. I thought about that. I was like, oh, because this yeah. what I used to do. Um, cause you have, that kind of goes with the social media thing. You have so much experience that can translate into the real estate world too. Yeah. That's something that Daniel has been helping me with too. It's just like, you need, you need to pick a channel and focus though at the same time. Cause I do have yeah. a lot of ideas that could potentially be deployed. I know. Yeah. I know there's so many fun things. So yeah. Jen, do you have any questions? I've been talking the whole time. I feel like, do you guys have <laughs> questions in the chat? Oh yeah. Let I us was know. Just gonna say is are you like I don't know if you want to call them clients or whatever, but you know you said you've worked with some people. If there are people out there that want to work with you, are you a taking and b if so, where is the best place for them to find you? Probably Instagram, and then I have a website which is got the links to everything, and it's literally mikekey.com. Perfect. Yep. That goes to everything. That. I got my email, all my social media there, whole nine yards. Awesome. I have a question for you actually, because um I wanna I've been wanting to ask you what your opinion is on this. So you know when people are like link in bio on Instagram mm. and they um and they go to a link tree. Yep. Because you're a marketing guy. Do you feel like it's a waste of traffic to like retarget people? to do send them to Linktree or should you send them to mikekey.com or something that you can monetize later? Have you ever thought about that? I've just. So I built mine myself, which is kind of like a Linktree, but I hate Linktree. I do too. Um, 
but it's i think you want to funnel them somewhere right so right. linktree is a good option because then you can present them with a host of things like on mine i put my buy box and stuff on there but also i put a bunch of amazon links to like the gear i use here's my lens and stuff and think... oh go ahead oh no go ahead i was gonna say so you're doing affiliate are you i'm assuming you're also making monetizing your amazon links too right yeah so this is another potential of social media right there is like Monetizing, mm -hmm. monetizing yourself eventually when we started with the airstream stuff when we were traveling and posting on social media i was running a blog called we were bold and adventurous at the time it's still in the back of my airstream and we started with amazon affiliate links and to this day i don't make tons of money but we i have an, an account that just we still get money like a hundred bucks a month and i don't even know where half of those links are because i posted forums <laughs> and like different places but yeah. it still comes in and this is the thing that i kick myself about i had a youtube channel i have about a thousand i don't like to send people over there anymore because Why? I'm, I'm embarrassed i've lost like 60 pounds and so if you go look at off-road treks you're gonna see fat oh. like, that looks like a redneck <laughs> and elena would yell at me for negative self yes but yeah at the same time i think about that and it's like if i had continued because we, we've all talked about the consistency, like where would that be? We stopped mm -hmm. that when COVID hit. I think we just got canceled because it said it out loud. Oh. But <laughs> <laughs> we, um, yeah, I, I stopped that channel, but I think about that. It's like I had a thousand subscribers. If I had continued and well, was shortly monetized, you look at other people. So like there's so many opportunities for you to just build your platform i think about pace too and like rewind the clock to where he was in 2019 he's where a lot of people are at but then social media just acted as a lever and look at the exponential growth the continued growth the continued opportunities for monetization even yeah it's so true right? yeah it's so true and it's and if you you kind of went back on this like we all found Pace is very much up and coming in the real estate industry. He's like doing things with big people and everything. But just two years ago when we, you know, we all found him through social media. I don't know if Jen did, she, um, but most people did. Like I found him on the Bigger Pockets podcast show. And then, you know, and then you go and you go down the YouTube black hole of paces youtube <laughs> that you can live in there for three months and just like yeah. not go out you could you know so it really is can be the key to your success yes yeah. and launch pad for sure so well, thanks for coming yeah this has been great it was nice to get to know you more awesome yeah Thank thanks for, for coming me. thanks for everybody said in the i don't know if you're reading the comments or if you can see him as a guest on the side but People are loving this. So yeah. we want more Mike Key on Instagram. Go follow him. He also does ice baths, which, yeah. oh my God, I you freeze every time I watch everyone. you do those. That <laughs> is so healthy for you. Feels great. I know. We need to get ours going again. That's I, I love watching those on Instagram. You and your wife do those. Your big backyard. So he's fun to watch on Instagram. Yeah. All right. Thanks for coming. Thank you. And um, go follow Mike Key on Instagram and YouTube, even though he doesn't want you to. Go give him more likes. <laughs> go click on his Amazon affiliate links. <laughs> All Thank right. you.
Have a good day. Bye. Thanks, guys.